Hey guys, Mike Tangretta, and uh, yeah, glad you can join us. And this is my first official podcast on my own. Now I've I've done a couple before with my good friend Chris Wong from Chris ChrisWongFitness.com, and uh, and you can check out his book Centerline, which I highly, highly recommend. But uh, here's my first solo solo go at at running a podcast, and uh, so glad you can make it and and, and listen here because. You know, this first podcast uh, that I'm doing here, I thought I'd title it The Making of an Entrepreneur, and uh, that's going to be the title moving forward on this show, at least for now. And um, the reason I thought that The Making of an Entrepreneur was was a cool name is, is you know, it's sort of going to take you through the journey of other entrepreneurs and, and how, you know, they've turned their passions into to amazing, successful businesses. And that's sort of the goal of this podcast. You know, we'll get Chris and we'll get um, many other uh, entrepreneurs on here, and um, and just showcase how how they sort of you know got into entrepreneurship. And it's really how you know I got into entrepreneurship, you know, ship as well. So, you know, this this podcast I, I want to share with you on you know the the top tips that that I've learned along the way to help shortcut your your destination to wherever you may want to go in life. Uh, and with your business, so I necessarily don't think that we are, are are born entrepreneurs. I really, at least the you know, I really believe that. At least that's the case for me. Um, but what I do believe is we all have these passions and these interests, and some of us actually turn them into businesses that are you know that are lucrative and and helping others and. Uh, and like that, like I said, at least that's a story for me, and, and I think that's sort of what the making of an entrepreneurship show is, is, is going to focus on: is, is people's passions and how they've turned them into to awesome businesses. And uh, and like I said, hopefully we can help you cut your time to to success, really, because that's the end of the game, right? How fast can we get there, um, and how fast can we keep moving forward? So. Um, I, I promise, you know, I, and throughout these episodes, I want to to share with you the the quickest way to get to to your goals and and tips and tricks on on how to how to cut that time really in half. So, um, some of you may know, and, and some, of course, do not know. But uh, the way I got into to entrepreneurship, and again, like I said, I never. Um, Never envisioned myself as an entrepreneur at a young age, but I did have several passions, and those passions are what kind of catapulted me into into where I am right now. And if you don't know, I'm the owner and CEO of InHomeTrainer.ca, which is a national business. Um, it, right now, it's across Canada, but we are going into the United States as well. So we have trainers that come to your home all over all over the country, and, and pretty soon uh, all across North America. But you know, like I said, I never really had this this major dream as a kid growing up to be this entrepreneur, but I had several passions. And one of the passions I found early in life was, you know, around 18 years old when I when I struggled with, with weight and um, I struggled with, with health, really, and, uh, you know, ended up transforming my body, my health, and um, transformed myself to something that I was really proud of, uh, got in really good shape, got really fit and said, hey, you know, this is a, a real strong passion of mine. Why don't I turn this uh, into a business? And at first it wasn't a business. At first I was just a personal trainer. And what I eventually did was I ended up getting a job like most people. 
Um, obviously, I got schooling and certified and, and got my first job and started working as a personal trainer. And But I ended up getting a, a couple of jobs um, because one job wasn't enough in the personal training industry. So I needed a, a couple of jobs to to support myself. And at the time, you know, I, I ended up a little later um, buying my, you know, first house as well, um, an old fixer-upper. And, you know, <clears throat> I remember specifically, like, spending all this time working as a personal trainer. So, you know, I'm working morning and then I'm working night and I'm doing renos in between and I'm just getting like exhausted and burnt out. And I'm not quite an entrepreneur at this time. Um, you know, at this time I'm just, a, I'm basically a worker and a worker to be as you call it. So I'm sitting there and, um, you know, getting burnt out. And I remember at the time, my girlfriend, who is, you know, now my lovely wife and beautiful wife, but I remember at the time I am, you know, made plans with her to go out one evening and I had been working morning, you know, I'd been doing training early in the morning, I'd been doing some late night clients, I'd been doing rentals at, you know, at the house and I was just, honestly, I was burnt and spent and, you know, I remember you know, we had made plans for whatever it was, seven, eight o'clock. And, you know, like an hour before, um, I had to bail on our date. (laughs) Surprisingly, she's still with me, thank God. But, um, you know, it's actually not funny. I had to bail on the date. I remember just listening and, you know, the awkward silence on the phone, letting her know that I had to bail. And it just, at that point, you know, this is the girl I love. This is the girl eventually I married. Um, and have family with now, but I remember listening to the disappointment in her voice. And, you know, I hung up the phone and I felt like such, you know, such a, such a loser, such a, such a dick really, um, for canceling that appointment. And, you know, what eventually had to, to happen was, you know, I, I ended up going to bed that night and I'm like, I can't keep doing this. Like I'm getting burnt out. I have this awesome passion for fitness and you know helping others and that is really when my entrepreneurial journey began and I remember the next day like I was still living um, at home while I was doing the rentals at my you know at my old fixer-upper and I ended up you know asking my mother who had worked in the newspaper industry most of her life if, if her friend could run an ad for me in a in a local newspaper and um she said, sure, you can certainly ask, and uh, I don't think she'll do it for you for free, um, which, you know, I sort of expected, I guess, uh, but but she didn't, and, and glad, you know, I'm glad she didn't. Um, but anyways, uh, I ended up getting an ad for, for a bit of a discounted rate in the newspaper, and I remember the, the ad, you know, I designed on, like, Microsoft Word. It was, like, the crappiest ad with, like, stick figures and, you know, just something really awful, but it basically, you know, had had a hook and a story and you know and, and sort of uh you know try your own personal training shed body fat you know this is how i transform my body something along the lines of that and um <clears throat> here's entrepreneurial tip number one is speed will always 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 beat trying to have something perfect so notice i i, I ran my first ad in a, in a newspaper on microsoft word it was like the crappiest ad but guess what happened? I'll, I'll remember this and I'll never forget this until, you know, right until this day and until the day I die is, you know, when that ad came out, 
And I remember it always came out on, on the Wednesday. The weekly paper would come out on Wednesday and Sunday. So it, it came out on the Wednesday. And on the Thursday, I had four phone calls. And this was basically how I got into entrepreneurship. So I had received four phone calls from running my first advertisement. I knew nothing about advertising. I knew nothing about running a business. But I ended up convincing one of those four people to actually do a personal training session in home with me. And miraculously, I ended up going there and she had cut me a check for $1,200. And I remember at the time thinking, oh my God, like I'm driving home with this $1,200 check in my hand. And I had been working day and night, like at two jobs and, you know, getting paid bi-weekly. And I don't think my earnings were $1,200 and I'd earned that in one hour and it was all mine, you know, to, to take home. And it's really how I got thrown into entrepreneurship. So now I started turning my passions into something that I could grow into a business. And again, uh, the ad would come out on Sunday, the, you know, the second time the ad ran. And again, another few people called. And again, I ended up, you know, miraculously, you know, convincing someone to, to do a personal training session in their home. And the same thing happened. So suddenly in less than a week, in like five days, I had made, I believe it was over $2,200 and all mine. And again, like I had not seen that money as, you know, as a worker bee um, burning my butt off, you know, back and forth. And that is when basically how I got into entrepreneurship. And, you know, so it's amazing. So I'm running these ads, you know, fast forward, you know, months later and the ads are clearly working. And, you know, I'm bringing on a team of workers now and we're going out and, and we're servicing people. And, you know, I'm, I'm starting to learn a little bit about business, learn about, you know, how to treat customers and, and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, now I've got a few workers working for me because, you know, I'm, I'm getting actually really busy and um, it's really how I get into entrepreneurship. But what I do remember is, you know, about, I want to say it's about two years later, um, maybe even less, it could have been less. And, um, what happens, it's like, to me, this is the day the newspaper business died and magazines and, and all that sort of stuff or print, I guess we would call it. And I remember that, you know, the, the phone just stopped ringing and I was like, I don't get it. You know, I, like I, I kept running ads and, and, and spending more money and the phone just was like not ringing. I'd be lucky if I get a call now, every time an ad ran. And, you know, lesson number two in entrepreneurship is, you know, I could have done a couple of things. I could have basically quit and, you know, folded like a cheap suit and gone back and and worked as, you know, at a gym job because, you know, money's not coming in. Um, Now I've got these mouths I got to feed because I've got workers that are working for me and and they're like, hey, you know, like I'm I'm a little slow. Can you get me some more work? And, And, you know, it's crickets. there's nobody calling anymore so you know I remember at the time I'm like okay like what am I gonna do here so I've I've got to figure out a way and and that's you know the entrepreneurship journey is you are gonna have times that are gonna test you and battle you but these are the times that you're going to either fold or you're gonna prove that that you can make this work and you have to have this belief in yourself and I don't know where I've, I've always had this belief in myself, but to this day, like, 
no matter what, I know I'm going to succeed. And maybe a lot of it's because I've spent a lot of time on, on mindset and reading books um, and always, you know, continuing to keep my razor like sharp focus. But every time and you're going to have setbacks if you're starting a new business or you're an entrepreneur already and you know that that, you know, you know about this, you are going to have setbacks from time to time. It's what's going to separate you or you can have that mindset that's going to say, hey, like I'm going to push through this and find a better way. Or am I just going to fold and uh, let this eat me alive? So, so basically, you know, I'm, you know, have to figure a way. And then I remember going online and like, you know, looking at the internet. The internet was sort of booming at that time, and um, I ended up buying something for hockey. I'm a big hockey, you know, fan and enthusiast. And you know, I ended up buying something online, and I'm like, it dawned on me, I'm like, well, if I'm buying something online, wouldn't my clients be searching for me online? And so. Lo and behold, I ended up building my first website. And again, guys, if you remember back to the ad, like it was the crappiest ad, right? But it still got me traction. I built this website and it was the crappiest website you'd ever, you know, you you would ever have seen in your life. But yet I put it up. Okay. And that was the important thing. So speed, I got that website up and I'm like, okay, this is amazing. All these clients are going to come to me. We're going to, we're going to be back in business. Everybody's, you know, going to, going to have a job and everybody's going to have a bunch of clients. And guess what happened? Again, crickets and more crickets. Like we're talking like not a single website lead. And you know, this whole build that they will come, that's, that's just a bunch of bull crap, right? You've got to figure out a way. And again, there's another setback. So I had to figure out a way how to get people to my website, right? And you know, entrepreneurship tip number three here on this episode is, you know, I had this vision of where I wanted to go and it might've been a vague vision at the time, but it was still a vision of, you know, I wanted like 15 workers and I wanted to go into these, you know, different locations. And this is sort of, you know, where I pictured my business, how much income I was going to make a month. And what ends up happening is I have this vision and I start going down this rabbit trail of like, okay, how am I going to get people to come to my website? And I'm now I'm spending all my time, you know, reading about SEO, which is driving traffic organically to website. I'm starting to look at advertising and, you know, buying books on, you know, how to do Facebook ads and, and uh, Google ads and all that sort of stuff. And I'm going down this rabbit trail and I'm spending days and days and days and, and probably even months at this point of like, you know, trying to convert and, and learn things. And I'm going down the rabbit trail and I'm no longer, you know, focusing on my vision. Like I literally at that time forgot what my vision is. So this tip here is if you have a vision, try not to go down the rabbit trail. Catch yourself every time you go down that rabbit trail, because guess what? What I learned, like how to develop a website and what I've learned in SEO, it's crap. Like it's, I don't even, I still to this day, am not good at that stuff. I am not good at SEO. I am not good at building a website. So I spent all this time trying to get to my journey and trying to build this perfect website and trying to get traffic there and nothing was happening. Nothing like zero because that's not my expertise. And that's the point. Do not go chasing down a trail if it's not your expertise because you're going to spend months and months and months going down that rabbit trail. So I ended up finding and searching for people that could help me do this. People that did this for a living. Just like I was a personal trainer, I was an awesome personal trainer, I did that for a living. Like I could, you know, 
I could, I could teach someone how to how to shed fat and build muscle and you know get good core strength and improve their knees and back like that's my expertise my expertise is not becoming a search engine optimization expert I tried that it doesn't work right if, if you are that all the power to you amazing but don't go down that rabbit trail if you're not because you're gonna get frustrated cut your time literally in like half in days find someone who does this for a living and if you don't got the money to do that then bootstrap it offer them free personal training offer them whatever it is your service that you're doing right at the time I didn't have the cash to build a website or build this amazing you know lead source generator but I bartered I bartered my way right I offered free training to people I offered free gifts whatever it was for someone to help me to get me to 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 where I want to go and so that's tip number three, and that's an important one. Don't go down the rabbit trail in entrepreneurship. You're going to waste a lot of time. And I wish I knew this a lot earlier on my journey, but it's something that has 10x my business rapidly right now. Like if you want the, the biggest tip on how to 10x your business and get there very, very quickly is don't go down the rabbit trail. So I know I I'm got away a little bit from my story, but I thought that was really important to share. So I end up building this website, no one comes, and then finally, eventually, you know, people start coming to to the website after we sort of figure things out. And one thing I did learn along the way is Google does love, and you know, Google's the major search engine, but there's other ones as well, but search engines love websites that have been around for a long time, that have authority, that, you know, that you're constantly pushing out traffic and blogs and all that sort of stuff and videos and all, all that too. Uh, Google really recognizes that. Now we're blessed today, you know, that the website's been around for 15 plus years that we generate, you know, more than three, 4,000 hits, you know, every month um, to the website where people are looking just to, you know, get in shape and personal training and all that. And and so so that's basically, you know, how, we, how I basically got the website back up and, you know, and, and started being able to 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 get entre or sorry to get personal trainers uh, back on our team and start feeding mouths again and you know putting food on on the table for for myself and my family so as i'm you know going through this journey and uh you know we we built the inhometrainer.ca website up um i remember specifically like i don't know maybe like five years ago now three years i think our first licensed trainer that we brought on um, was about four years ago and, the, and now they're sort of like licensed partners who, who own a piece of our you know uh, I don't want to say own a piece of our company but are you know working and working to be entrepreneurs and teaching them how to you know run successful training businesses and so but I remember at the time like I saw all these workers and all these subcontractors and, and, and freelance workers and you know they're all working for me and one by one slowly enough they're coming to me and they're having the same problems that I had when I first started as a personal trainer. And those problems were basically the same that I had. They were getting burnt out. They were working a ton of hours. Um, they probably weren't getting compensated nearly what you know they should be. And it dawned on me like, I've got to change again. So again, in entrepreneurship tip number, I believe we're on tip number four here, I've lost track but always adapt and change, right? So you're always, you're always growing. There, there's a quote that I love, um, or, or more of like a saying, but it's like, think of, a, think of a bicycle. When you're on a bicycle, if you're standing still, right? If you're just kind of stopped, 
you lose your equilibrium, right? You're either you're, you're most likely just gonna you know, fall off to your side, right? You can't go backwards on a bike. And if you're going forward, you have that momentum. So in business, you always want to think about going forward. If, if you're stopped, you're basically going to fall down and, you know, you're basically dead in business if you're stopped. So you always got to kind of adapt and keep growing and, and keep moving forward. So that is basically uh, where we, you know, where we were four years ago. Like we adapted and all these trainers are coming and, you know, one by one, they're, they're getting burnt out. They're falling off and... I came up with this idea, like, how can I make this a win-win for everybody where like, it's going to be a win for the clients. They're going to get the best service. It's going to be a win for me because I'm helping others um, with their passion. And it's going to be a win for our team and our trainers because they're going to be learning the tips on entrepreneurship and they're actually basically going to be their own entrepreneurs. And that's where the business is right now. So now we just teach other personal trainers and entrepreneurs um, and basically mold them into the making of, of an awesome entrepreneur. And that's, again, the title of the show, The Making of an Entrepreneur. And um, so that's really the story about kind of where we are, um, where our company is going. And um, now our mission is just to, to, to have 100 entrepreneurs on our team, 100 personal trainers um, and entrepreneurs on our team by this time next year okay so in one year uh, we're looking to have 100 personal trainers and entrepreneurs on our team and notice that my 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 goal is pretty specific now and now what I do with that goal and here's another tip is you know if you 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 always got to set a goal and I I like setting goals that are are pretty big um, and ambitions Um, but then you got to reverse engineer back and say what's the quickest way I can get to my goal so for me I know exactly we need 6.5 trainers per week per week to get to that goal by this time next year and so now what are all the steps I'm going to do to to implement that to get there so if you have a goal then just reverse engineer it back and figure out what exactly you know how am I going to make this happen Um, what systems am I going to put into place remember don't go down that rabbit trail what systems are you going to put in place to get there quickly and uh, and that's where we are in our business so that's it for this episode. I know it went a little long, but I thought um, I, I'd share some entrepreneurial tips with you and hopefully um, you found this valuable. Again, I'm Mike Tengreta. Thanks so much for listening and uh, we'll see you next time. Hey, Mike Tangreta here once again. Thanks again for listening. And uh, just I'm actually in my car right now and thought I'd uh, do a quick uh quick podcast here on the benefits of marketing and the reason I I actually got the motivation and the drive to do this podcast is I actually just got off the phone with uh, with a friend of mine and uh, one of our one of our trainers and um, you know like like most people that I've encountered including myself you know this trainer has a couple of different business ideas that have been sort of on the back burner and have been, uh, you know, on his mind while he's still doing his personal training business. And, um, and, and what I realized with just quickly after our phone call is, you know, he's had these on the back burner and the reason, you know, a lot of these things haven't come to, to fruition or, you know, maybe brought to life or had the success that he wanted. And they're great ideas, by the way. And, um, it really comes down to marketing and, that is something that if you can learn the fundamentals of marketing, 
you can have an amazing business no matter what, what venture you're in. Some of the best marketers I know are in, you know, like I have a client who's in the real estate business. He does amazingly, amazingly well. But when I drive around town, he's the only sign I see. I see them everywhere. He markets the crap out of his business. And so going back to this trainer, you know, he's had these these ideas on the back burner. And um, perhaps it comes with maybe a little lack of confidence of, of marketing. I'm, I'm going to share a little bit more about marketing. Um, or or just getting off and, and doing something and, and getting off your butt and actually getting your first ad out there. But it's it's a little more complex than that because marketing, you can spend a lot of money and get burnt very quickly. And I think that's a fear that a lot of you know us entrepreneurs or maybe trainers or anyone listening to this may have that, that same idea. It's like, geez, I put $500 uh, you know, into Facebook ads, and uh, I get zero results. It's like, how much more can I can I bleed money? So, with marketing, it, it really is something that is super super simple, and it comes down to this: it is knowing your cost per acquisition. So, if I spend five hundred dollars on, let's say, Facebook ads, at the end of the week or at the end of the day, whatever my budget is, or at the end of the hour, it doesn't really matter. How much did it cost me to acquire one customer, right? And it's as simple as that. So you need to know your cost per acquisition. And that is the number one thing to marketing. It's, and, and what a lot of people think is like, if you spend $500 and you only get $500 back, that is amazing. You should be jumping for joy. I jump for joy if I put $500 and get $500 back. That's a break even. That means I've acquired one customer for free. You see the power in that? If you acquire one customer for free, so now if I put $1,000 and I get two customers, that's but I've also got $1,000 back, so it hasn't cost me anything. Now I have two customers for free. And so literally I can spend infinite amounts of money to acquire these customers because I, I know it's a free and my cost per acquisition is a break even. So if you can get your cost per acquisition to break even, you should be jumping for joy because you've literally just gained free customers. And in business, think about how powerful each customer is, right? A list is where all the power is in business. And I heard this from from Russell Brunson, who's one of the, the best online marketers, and he basically says that if you don't have a list, you don't have a business. And think about how true that is. So, So look at the power of Facebook. Okay, Facebook has one of the largest lists. I don't know if it's the largest, but it's got to be up there, right? Billions and billions of customers. And at the time, Instagram was a starting company. It wasn't even owned by Facebook at the time. And now Facebook has billions of dollars and Zuckerberg could have easily created Instagram probably within an hour. But why didn't he do that? It's because the power is not in the technology. The power is not in that. The power is in the customer list. So what they did is they acquired Instagram for whatever the insane amount of money was because Instagram had the user list. And now, you know, Facebook has turned Instagram into a, to what's probably powerful than actual Facebook right now. But it doesn't matter. They own both because they own the list of customers. Google did the exact same thing with Nest. Nest, who does all the, you know, thermostats and doorbells and all that. They acquired Nest. Google could have built the Nest technology probably within a day, but they wanted the list. And the list is where the power is. So with my business and with your business, always look at your customer list. Is that list moving up? That should really be your main focus. Because at the end of the day, the power is in your list. 
And with that list, so, you know, I was talking about, you know, the $1,000 in or $1,000 out, like to acquire a free customer, in turn, you can market to that list and promote other services. So a lot of what, what we've been doing lately is uh, we've been driving a lot of clients into funnels and it's super, super exciting. Um, we have, you know, nutrition funnels and videos, but it's not costing me any money, at least, you know, to produce the content and all that. It's costing me money, right, to, to do the videos and my time. But I'm getting that cost per acquisition down to zero. That's my goal. I'm not, I'm, you know, yeah, it'd be great to make money off, off them, but I know the money's going to come on the back end when we start marketing to that list and start promoting them, you know, either training services or nutrition products or whatever other products. So if you don't have a list, make sure that you work on acquiring a list, whatever ways you can. And you can, you can do joint ventures with, with, you know, other smaller companies if you're just starting out. And, you know, promote your products to theirs and theirs to yours. If anyone sort of comes to you and is looking for, you know, a business adventure, I get solicited, you know, quite often now just because of our website and and domain authority. Um, I always reply back with, hey, like, do you have a list? And how can we cross promote to each other? So I can get more of my, of their users for free onto my list. Okay, so marketing, you know, I, I started this episode with marketing, but it really turned into an episode about building a list. But if you're not focusing on those two things, then you're not really focusing on growing your business. So hopefully you found that valuable. Make sure that you, you know, if you need help getting your cost per acquisition down or you need help with Facebook ads or anything like that, feel free to reach out. Um, we're doing a lot of work with that stuff right now and trying to, to bring our cost per acquisition like down, like really, really down. Uh, and eventually that we make money off some of our, our funnels that we're running. So again, just a short, quick episode. Thought I'd, I'd share that with you. Hopefully that uh, you found this valuable. And as always, uh, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And uh, thanks for listening.